Welcome to episode one of Commuting with Kate, Turn Right. I'm really excited to be launching this podcast. I wanted to create a space for writers to share their thoughts, their dreams, their struggles, what worked for them in the editing process, what didn't. I want to do some literary analysis, discuss outlining a novel, pinch pinch points, plot points, what it all is, breaking it down on a podcast that can be consumed on the way home from work to work, Um, a nice bite-sized podcast that you can just listen to in the car that's a part of your everyday life. When I'm not writing, I do work in internal audit in the banking industry, and I commute to my 9-to-5 job about an hour each way. So on those hour-long commutes, I think about a lot of different things, one of them being my writing career and what I hope to accomplish from writing. So I want to share those thoughts on this podcast. Today's episode is called Why Write? And it's breaking it down on why I want to be a writer, why I think so many people want to write, despite the payoff. Um, I got this idea whenever I was watching a YouTube video from Meg Latour. Uh, Her YouTube name is called iWriterly. And she was talking about all of the rules of writing or the perceived rules. And me being mean, kind of always playing devil's advocate to certain things, I commented a Neil Gaiman quote, something to the effect of, There are no real rules in writing. The only rule is to write as honestly as you can. Something to that effect. And I got a lot of thumbs ups on the comment, but there was some pushback and some people were really angry at me for saying that, but I was just trying to provide a different perspective. And I think I have this perspective because I do work in the banking industry and I did study finance and business in college. In fact, I graduated magna cum laude, so I did pretty well at understanding business. And my job is to understand how businesses work and to assess the risks that they take and to try to mitigate those risks. So I definitely understand that writing is not inherently a profitable business. And that's honestly why I didn't major in something like creative writing or English, because I wanted to have a degree that would give me a lot of different opportunities. But Meg also said that writers can really only hope to make approximately $6,000. And that's on the higher end of things. Now, who the heck would want to be a writer if you can only aspire to make maybe $6,000, maybe at the height of your career, maybe once a year, maybe at this phenomenal moment where the stars aligned and everything just worked out perfectly for you. Isn't that awfully a lot of risk? Isn't that just a lot of hours, day in and day out, maybe even wasted time, time you could be spending with your family, your friends, your nine to five job and actually earning money? So, It really got me thinking, like, why do I write if those are the facts and I know those facts and I know that's a reality for me and a lot of other writers. I think it boils down to the fact that I absolutely love writing. I love everything about it, even when it's hard. And I think that's really important with anything in life that you really need to love something because it's going to get hard. I first started loving writing and storytelling when I was three years old. I would come home after preschool 
and make up stories about my preschool helpers and like imagining what they did. Did they have boyfriends? Did they go out? What were they doing after preschool? Were they all hanging out together? Um, And so I made up these stories about the women that helped out at my preschool and I told them to my dad and I would also make up other stories. My grandmother, she is was born in Ireland and I would pretend that I lived in Ireland and I would create this big fanciful life for myself over there and I would tell my father and my grandmother and the people in my life these stories and it was I think kind of a weird hobby for like a three to five year old kid to do this for hours on end to sit in my parents walk-in closet and tell my dad these stories so Essentially, I've always loved stories and I've loved making them up. I think that's so fun and really just an enjoyable activity for me. And I also loved the act of reading as well as writing. And I mean, I would go to not only my local public library and read like all the books there, but I would go to the local public library at the next town over and read all the books there as well. And so I read a ton growing up as a kid. I read every genre from horribly depressing Laureline McDaniel books to The Chicken Soup for Teenage Soul and Girl's Soul to sci-fi and fantasy books like Harry Potter and Twilight to The Notebook and Nicholas Sparks' romance stories to real non-fiction books about the Holocaust and World War II. I read it all and I was always most excited at Christmas for all of the books underneath my tree. And I would get books from the Click series by Lisey Harrison and Harry Potter and these Holocaust stories. And I would just be very excited to read. And on Christmas Day, I would read for hours instead of like helping my mother in the kitchen or being fascinated by a scooter or a computer game or anything like that. I always went directly to books. And I think it's so funny, like in our culture, the concept of being a nerd. And I feel like when you're a nerd, you don't even know you're a nerd. Like I thought that was totally normal to just love reading and storytelling so incredibly much. And I wasn't a super consistent diary keeper when I grew up, but I did have certain diaries and in it I would say that I wanted to be a writer. And I never really admitted that anywhere else. Um... I wanted to be a teacher when I was younger and then I wanted to be a lawyer and I thought I was going to be a lawyer because that's what people who are good at reading and writing do. They practice the law. But I ended up majoring in finance because I heard that was a good undergrad degree for being a lawyer and I found that a lot of lawyers were really unhappy and that being a lawyer did not equate with being a creative writer. So I ended up going the finance route. But anyway... I was always so fascinated with books and storytelling and it was just, it was very easy for me to identify that as my number one hobby and passion. I think a lot of people struggle to identify that, but I think something that writers really have in common is that we've always been able to identify this love for storytelling and reading. As I got older, I also discovered my Myers-Briggs type And if you're not super familiar with that, that is a psychology system created by Bell Myers and Catherine Briggs. And it's basically a dichotomy that 
determines your energy preference, introvert, extrovert, the way you look at the world through sensing or intuition, your thinking or feeling preference, and whether you are an organized judger or a more spontaneous perceiver. And I took the test multiple times and I got the result INFJ. And if you follow me on any social media or know me in real life, you know that I'm pretty obsessed with Myers-Briggs. So obsessed that I might even be writing a book about it, but we'll see. Anyway, um, if you know anything about INFJs, you know that their dominant cognitive function, the way they kind of operate throughout the world, they operate through the lens of introverted intuition. That's their strongest, most dominant function. And essentially this function is imagination. It's a learning process called perspectives by some people in the Myers-Briggs community. And it allows you to have a very big imagination. It allows you to relate well to other people and to be seeing all these connections intertwined. Having that combined with extroverted feeling, which is an objective function that kind of takes the temperature of the room and alerts you to how other people are feeling and how the emotion of the room is being perceived. So having those two functions together, introverted intuition and extroverted feeling, it's basically the perfect storm for being a writer because you're going to be very fascinated with people and you're going to be very imaginative. So having those cognitive functions kind of support my path as a writer, that made me really think maybe writing is what I really am meant to do. Now, I do enjoy my job in finance. Um, I think there's a lot to learn. It always keeps me busy and it's a very stable job and I really enjoy working with all of the people that I do. But I wouldn't say that it's something that sets my soul on fire. It's not something that keeps me up at night. Like, I would never do this at 11 p.m. on a Friday night for fun. No, I would never tie out a work paper on a Friday night for fun. But I would write. I would edit. I would do really anything as a writer. Like, I would write a blog post. I would write a novel. You know, I would even write tweets. Like, that's how much I like writing. So is it enough of a reason to want to be a writer because you love storytelling, because you think it's a strong point for you, you think that you are capable of being a writer, you've been told you're a good writer? Um, I would say the answer is yes. I think if you have this passion for writing, if you've known all along that you wanted to be a writer, then you should go for it and you shouldn't let um, you know certain people's perspectives prevent you from doing that. Yes, It is hard to expose yourself to so much rejection, to put your vulnerable ideas out there that maybe nobody in the world gets, maybe not even your family and friends. It's scary and there's not always a ton of monetary value out of it, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't try. I think it's also important to recognize how long it can really take to be successful at certain professions. I mean, if you look at the medical profession, if you want to study to be a doctor, you have to go for your four years of undergrad, you have to go to four years of medical school, and you have to go to some type of residency that's at least two or three years long. And then after that, you might do a fellowship to become even more specialized. So don't give up if you've been writing for a while, even if you have been writing for two or three years, don't think that's the end. Honestly, I see so much improvement in myself from whenever I first started becoming a really serious writer to where I am today, I think it just takes a lot of consistency, a lot of grit, 
you have to be willing to put the time in. You can't expect other people to motivate for you, motivate you because it's not this monetary thing. It's not, if it's not your nine to five job, you're not going to have a manager or deadlines or anything like that in the external world to motivate you. So you really have to find it within yourself. But just remember that you can get there. Like if you want to be a radiologist, you know, that's going to take you like 12 years to be a low level radiologist. So in my opinion, I would say don't give up. Honestly, at least try writing for five years consistently. If you can try for 10 years and I think you're going to see amazing results Like I said, I already feel so much stronger as a writer and my first novel, The Sweep. I think my story, one of the struggles of my story was world building and how much I was revealing, how much info dumping I was doing, how much I was not revealing. And it was kind of hard to gauge how much I should really be putting into the story. And I think I could have developed certain plot lines better And already in the next book that I'm writing, I find that I am world building at a much better rate. I'm getting a much better gauge on how much I should reveal and how much I shouldn't. And I'm really putting in the effort to develop those subplots. So just remember that practice really does make perfect. And you can do it if you think you want to be a writer. So don't give up. Don't look at the stats. Be optimistic. I really don't think there are any rules in writing. I mean, look at Cormac McCarthy. I think he didn't really follow any grammar rules whenever he won a Pulitzer Prize for this amazing idea he had. So don't give up. Write your hearts out. Keep reading. Keep writing. Keep querying. And I will see you guys in my next one.